And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Ladies and gentlemen of the besties, I, DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews, I hereby nominate Doc Manson at Doc Manson uh, to be the speaker of the podcast. Um, And, you know, he shall have a gavel and be able to render all sorts of judgment and decisions forthwith. I mean... I've always wanted a gavel, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews, also known as the other one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I could bang me gavel. Bang I, I could see gavel. myself. I can see myself doing that. Uh, have you been keeping up on the 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 circus? There's really not is... much to keep up on, as far as I can tell. Oh man, I've got my New York Times page up, and it's giving me automatic updates on the votes. Not that I expect. You know, I mean, they've only been doing three votes a day. So at this point, it's over. This one's, right? I think this is the fourth. No, this is the fourth one. They're going to 10. They're going. They're doing a fourth. Oh, they're going to do today. a 10th today. Yeah, well, I don't think it's going to be any different. So not particularly for those in the for those in the UK. I know we have quite a few besties in the UK. Allow me to uh, try to explain this. Um, the United States government, A, doesn't work, and B, has a group known as the House of Representatives, which has 435 members. Currently. Uh, the first piece of business, currently, thank you. Uh, the first piece of business. Actually, uh, currently it has zero members, if I'm correct. That's probably true. Yeah. The first thing they must do is they must elect a Speaker of the House. Um, there are currently 212 Democrats and 222-ish uh, Republicans. You need 218 votes to become the Speaker of the House. Uh, this is the 10th vote they're doing because for the first nine... For the third day in a row. For the third day in a row because for the first nine, nobody uh, could get their act together enough to... Um, to get the 218 votes. I mean, that's not really true. Um, the, the Republicans have. That's true. The Democrats are fine. Right. <laughs> the Republicans have, have a, a nominee uh, who is clearly by and far the front runner to be the speaker. However, there is a small contingent of extreme right wing Republicans, idiots, if you will, uh, who are withholding their votes from this nominee uh, blocking him from gaining the position, and in doing so, blocking the House of Representatives from being sworn in and and present and preventing this this branch of the government from doing anything. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong; the Democrats could break this stalemate. There's nothing stopping six of them from voting for this guy, uh, except, of course. This guy, the presumptive nominee of the majority of the Republicans, is a douche hat, and nobody wants to help him. I mean, furthermore, the entire Republican Party is is just a cesspool, and the Republican and the, the Democrats would rather just let them flounder, right? Yes. I mean, that's really what it comes yes. down to. Because because you know you could have six um, Republicans who could you know, vote Democrat, but it's a public vote. This poor woman, the, the, the clerk, I don't know her name. I should learn it has to literally take attendance and call the names of these 435, uh, representatives, uh, to stand up and publicly announce who they're choosing to support. And so the Republicans can't not support a Democrat because then their constituency might not like them and they may not be able to, um, you know, stay in power for, for very long. So it's just a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. There is really no end in sight uh, because like I said, we're going to 10 and it's not like after 15, you know, they do something else. They could keep doing this in the 1800s. We had 133 votes before they were able to elect a speaker. So this could be the state of American politics for weeks at this point. Um, So it's just, it's just ridiculous. So that's why I'm putting my support behind Doc Manson. 
Well, I accept. Doc Manson should be in charge of all government and his rule should be law. In the last round of votes, one of the Republicans voted for Donald Trump. Yes. Yes. Mr. Matt Gates, who I guess had done something to upset the former leader and so had to pay for it. Um, yeah. So I, I think I like to I, I like to say about that is uh, it's, it's nice to know that now Trump has lost yet another election in this country. <laughs> That's very true. That is very true. Uh What's going on? Happy New Year to you. How are things? How's life? How's the world? What's shaking bacon? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I had to go back to work this week after some time off for the holidays. So I was at work all day today. I'm going again tomorrow. Actually going to campus. So. Are you going to the lab section? Are you going to mm, your yeah. section? I've been going to my office section this week, but tomorrow I'll go see my lab folk. Um, in all fairness, I'm mostly going for a uh, a lunch with my, my former staff. So just to kind of bon voyage and all that kind of stuff, you know, have a nice send off, but we'll see what comes up. I'm sure it'll be something. Um, but I wasn't planning on going to campus until that came up. So I would have preferred to have done it on a day I was already planning to be there, but you know, whatever I can drive in. I'm not that far and better for other folks. Are you buying them lunch? (laughs) No, hopefully they're buying me lunch, but if not, well, that's okay. We can each just buy our own lunches. That's, that's fine. Um, when, when you were uh, a dating did you uh, insist on paying? Taking insist a, on paying? No. Taking in a nice person out, out to dinner for a, a first date or second date? I don't think so. Like, don't get me wrong. I definitely paid for dates. Um, but I think pretty much everybody I've ever dated has been a modern enough person that they also paid their way or my way. Uh, reciprocally on numerous things. And I don't feel like I ever, uh, you know, you see that these days, you know, with all these dating apps, it seems like the expectation is men are just going to pay for everything. That definitely was not my experience in the dating pool uh, back in the day. But but I was a desirable young man, DC. So, you know, I was was beating him off with a stick. I'm not sure if my experience was. Oh, I remember. Was, you know, the same as everyone else's. You and tall guy. Oh, yeah. Couldn't keep him away. Couldn't keep him away. Had to have a futon of faithfulness. It's true. You were on that futon. I was on that futon of faithfulness. That's true. Uh, Actually, tall guy wasn't there. Because tall guy, I'm not sure, would have been that faithful. No, probably not. In that particular particular instance. Don't blame him. Um, Well, uh, how was your New Year's? What'd you do? I slept. (laughs) I was asleep probably by 10 o'clock or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually spent most of the day and evening uh, peeling the silicon sealant off from around the frame for the door in the shower, cleaning that up and doing a new seal all around that to repair that, fix that up. So, Do you, do you look these things up or is this just a skill that you have that I just did not? Yeah, a little bit of column A, column B. I have a general idea of how it's done and whether or not I usually have a general idea of whether or not I think I am capable of doing something. And then I usually do look it up on like YouTube or something to watch some example videos of how people do it. Because usually that is good for some good tricks and things. I learned a thing or two uh, from the YouTube videos I watched before I did this that were very helpful. Um, so it's a, it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, uh, you know? Yeah. You know, my dad, the champ, wonderful, taught me many, 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 many things. Um, home improvement of any kind, not on the list. Yeah. I mean, my father was a very handy man around the house. He did a lot of stuff. I would say he built the upright cabinets downstairs. He 
did a lot of different, like, you know, when, when we had a, a clog in the pipes or something, he was typically the one, you know, so like he, he did stuff, but I wouldn't say he was overly handy. He wasn't like replacing the subfloor himself or anything like that. Like, um, but I will also say, I don't think he ever bestowed any of those skills unto me. I just, I just was around it when I was young enough that I kind of, now I feel like, oh yeah, I, 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 I could do that sort of, but without actually having the skills or having practiced it before but again most of the stuff isn't difficult as long as you have some idea of what you're doing so what's the worst thing you've ever messed up have you ever had like a you know carl winslow you know tgif sort of snafu where you accidentally are trying to fix something and now water's coming out of the sink but it's coming straight up and I mean, I think every time I take something apart in this house, I find something that is unexpected um, in some way. Like one time I was just trying to switch out a light switch downstairs and I opened it up and I was having I was having difficulty getting the old switch off of the mount that it's on because in the wall, like behind the wall there's usually like a box there. And like the switch itself is mounted to that box, usually with a screw or something. And then like, you know, the whole light switch goes over that and has its own screw. So like I was able to get the light, the, the cover off. And that was when I was trying to remove the old light switch. And I discovered that the one of the screws holding that in place, some sort of, uh, you know, construction adhesive had cemented it in place in this box. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, I'm not going to, like the the thing that I, it was it was difficult because like the thing you would probably do if you wanted to do this correctly is you would have to probably cut that box out of the wall and replace it. But I'm looking at I'm like, but to do that, I'd have to replace drywall and redo all this. I'm not doing that. So like, I mean, honestly, I, I basically just sawed off the top of the screw and then pushed it through, which probably mostly stripped the 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 screw uh, threads there, like the grip on a new screw. But then I just sort of replaced it with another screw I had that was a slightly larger diameter so that would catch regardless. You know what I mean? And but that still took me a while to figure out and how to do. And I was tugging on it with pliers and swearing at God and, you know, <laughs> praising Satan if he would come to my aid. And, you know, it was definitely a, a 10 minute job turned into a three hour production of stupidness. But. So that kind of stuff, yeah, that definitely has happened. But I can't say I've I've ever screwed anything up to the point where I was like, well, this was a mistake. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Uh yeah, I I what was I doing? I was just readjusting. I was trying to get a smart plug. Um and I wound up I must have blown a fuse just cuz I have a lot plugged into this one outlet and that took five or 10 minutes just flipping the fuses and that not working. And then realizing there's like a reset button on an outlet nearby. And I was like, Oh, I should probably press that. And then that worked. But- I did that once. I once went down to my, uh, to my um, circuit breaker box and was like, I'm doing this, all that and this and that. It's not working. What's going on? Why is there no? And yeah, it was a local GFI outlet that just needed to be reset. It happens mm-hmm. to the best of us. See, I don't know what GFI means. Is that what it is? I think that's what it is. I, okay. I believe you 100%. I just don't know what it is. I think, GFI it's, I think it's fancy answer for like uh, grounded fault something. Okay. Interrupter. It's, I mean, because that's really, it's, it's, it's basically just a way to ground the socket without actually tripping the circuit breaker. It's a, it's a different thing to trip, basically. Hmm. Um, Around fault something. Probably interrupter. I don't know. So that's what those are called. The ones that have those little reset buttons on them. They're- yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that one. It was just the one like this. You know, I'm in the, what would be the dining room if, if we had one. Um, and, you know, I had to go to a local kitchen outlet and hit that spot. Either way, it worked. And uh, just so you know, uh, Kevin McCarthy, who is the Republican trying to become speaker, who has already moved his stuff into the speaker's office, despite the fact that he hasn't won the job yet, uh, has now lost the 10th round of voting. And apparently they're going to just keep going tonight. So 
Because they also because they also have to have a majority uh, vote to be able to go home and adjourn. So and they're not even able to get that right now. They could just choose to stay. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I will tell you, I think I think the cutoff date is January 13th. I guarantee you this house will have somebody in place by January 13th um, because that is the date that if they don't have somebody in place, then they will not get paid. Uh, and uh, I guarantee that none of these people uh, have strong enough morals about any of this stuff that they're going to let it interfere with their uh, monetary just, bottom line. That's fair. Uh, I want to talk a bit of wrestling with you. Uh, one new news story as of today to see whether or not you believe it. And then some wrestling I actually watched. Uh, I don't the- believe it. You don't believe that Vince McMahon's coming back? I don't believe that you watched wrestling. I did. Ah, okay. I did. I did. Uh, not WWE or AEW for that reason, for that matter. Um, but yes, according to the CNN article, Vince McMahon uh, is plotting return to the WWE, according to the Wall Street Journal. Yes. Yeah, um, you know, apparently he wants to come back and then try to sell the company. I mean, can't he sell his stake in the company if he doesn't come back? Yeah, he maintains again. This is from the CNN article. He maintains majority voting power in the company through stock holdings. Um, and he informed the board that he will elect himself and two former associates as a director. Um, the board has previously turned down his attempts to reinstate himself and three current board members would have to step down in order for McMahon and friends. to. Jo- I don't know. This seems unlikely because there's got to be some, as a publicly traded company, there has got to be laws preventing uh, a single person from doing that sort of thing. I don't know that for sure, but my guess is this is a lot of nothing. He could sell that stake without selling the company as far as I know, so there's nothing to stop him from profiting. Uh, I can understand why he might want to come back, but given everything that happened and the amount of money that he embezzled, like... I, I, there's got to there's got to be laws about people doing things in bad faith. Like clearly, as a publicly traded company, him coming back, given everything that happened, is not in the shareholders' best interests. Yeah, like that would ha- I think would have to be proven um, in a court of law for this to actually happen. And I yeah. don't foresee that happening. They're doing yeah. just fine. I know a couple of weeks ago when this rumor started, the whole idea was that he had thought he had been given bad advice. And if he had just waited, it all would have blown over because, you know, $19.6 million in payouts to uh, women over decades. You know, people are just going to forget about that. Yeah, I don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't doubt he wants to try, but and I don't doubt he'll get contentious. It is one of those things, though, that I'm like. You know, isn't I, he like 78 years old or something? 77. Like, just go quietly into the night, Vince. Just, just yeah. go or sell it. You know, you want to prove you're the best, sell it and start a new company and see how far you can get that one. Sure. So <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, the other day, my sleep schedule, as you know, is kind of crazy. And we had gone to bed even earlier than usual cuz we're 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 trying to watch the calories here in 2023 and when you're trying to watch your calories sometimes it's like I could either eat more food or I could just go to sleep and so sometimes you just go to sleep and I woke up and it was like 302 in the morning on January 4th so this was yesterday and even for me 302 in the morning is a little early and so I was you know in the bathroom where I was walking back and I like came out to the kitchen to see what time it was. And then I remembered, huh? Wrestle kingdom is today. And I was like, I think it starts at three in the morning. And so I, sure enough, I opened up my Chromebook and found, I sailed the seven seas and found myself a a nice place to watch wrestling. And, um, I watched a good, hour and a half to two hours of the new Japan pro wrestling's uh, WrestleMania. Did Mercedes Mercedes Monet, you know, Kyrie, the former Kyrie Zane, the pirate princess uh, came out and had a much too quick match. Um, this was the first women's match at a wrestle kingdom in 
15 years or Who something like that. Who was her opponent? Oh, uh, somebody from stardom named Tam Nakano. Sadly, not related to Bull Nakano, who's one of the great women's wrestlers of all time. Um, but the match was too short and ended. I, you know, I don't remember how long. I want to say it was like maybe seven minutes long. Um, and then the, you know, the lights go out as Kyrie is celebrating, and sure enough, there is. Uh, oh, five minutes and 56 seconds. Uh, and there is Mercedes Monet with weird orange hair that had like blue, a blue splotch oh, so she did show on it. it. And she came to the ring with this Japanese sort of, I won't even call it a geisha girl outfit, but she had on this like robe thing and she had this weird sort of crown that would almost looked like the Statue of Liberty. And she came in and had a face-off and hit a move that looked terrible on Kyrie, and then cut a promo that was meandering, and she made sure to use the word bitch, um, and then posed with the belt. And for me, now granted I am biased, I'm not the biggest Sasha Banks fan in the world, I was severely underwhelmed. Um. But everyone made it a big deal, and she's going to wrestle Kyrie for the title in February in San Jose because apparently they're going to have an event in here in the states, so she'll be wrestling in San Jose. But everyone's very excited for Mercedes Monet uh, to uh, to be back in the world of wrestling. Do I think the world is better with Sasha Banks? Let's call her by the name everyone's going to talk about her uh, in pro wrestling. Yes. Was this the debut that I think everybody wanted? I, I would say no, but I, I could be wrong. But she got to show up. I watched FTR, which is always a good time. Um, I got to see TJP, who I forgot I didn't like until he came back out. with His, his hair now looks like he's emo Peter Parker from Spider-Man 3. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. was amazing, as you would expect him to be. Carl Anderson mailed it in. Uh, I got to watch the last New Japan match of the Great Muda. So I was, you know, I I enjoyed it. I did not watch the last three matches. I did not really care about Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay or Okada versus Jay White. And But, uh, you know, I I enjoyed it. I was sports entertained. So now that there is women's wrestling, Kind of, sort of, in New Japan. You feel like checking it out? No, thanks. No? No. All right. Did you watch some Impact? No. no. Ring of Honor? No. AEW? No. Do you have any desire for any of that? No, none. Okay. Zero. What? Zip. Zilch. Nada. Bumpkiss. What have you been watching? Um. Hmm some horror movies nothing too good um and something else that i'll probably talk about a bit later okay yeah but yeah i don't know just some just some stuff just some stuff watch some more raft with markiplier and friends yep i'm still catching up then i got i started watching uh human fall flat again which is always entertaining i don't know why (laughs) But I've been watching more of Wade's stuff. Okay. And it's interesting because of the three of them together, I, I don't know that Wade is my favorite. But for some reason, I like watching Wade's content more than I like watching Bob's content. Okay. I don't know why. I don't think I've seen any of their content solo. I've watched Markiplier's solo content. I've watched Jacksepticeye's solo content. I don't know that I've watched when I go to watch Bob or Wade, I am trying to watch their stream of the same group thing just because I want to see like their facial expressions and, you know, how they interpreted. Um, Any chance I can get some cocoa? Yes. With marshmallows. Going to cost me, huh? Yes. What'd she bring you? A muffin, a banana muffin Aww. with chocolate chips, and a Public. smooch. 
a public display of affection. I'm not sure a smooch that happened in my office, in my own home, with my windows drawn, is could be considered a public display of affection. Well, I'm watching, so either that or I'm a voyeur. I'm pretty sure you're a voyeur. I'm just watching. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Drink that cocoa. Put that well, muffin it's, in it's your a mouth. It's warm. Mm. Mm, bite it. Bite it. <laughs> yeah, so... I'm, I'm the other one. All right. What, what, what have you been about? watching Wade play? And this is probably part of the reason why I'm enjoying his content because he's been playing like some backrooms games and stuff, which I, I enjoy. So what um, are backrooms games? The backrooms. Oh, that's an actual game. Yeah. Okay. The backrooms being I thought, that like I thought it was online horror of. sensation. Well, there's a whole bunch of different backrooms games. Um, I forget what this particular one is called. Maybe it's called Escape the Backrooms. I forget. But it's basically the most popular one because it's multiplayer. So a lot of people get together and play it together. I've watched a few different folks playing it. But Wade seems committed to it and his group. So it's been kind of neat. And the thing that's interesting about his content is his videos are usually about 15 minutes long. So we definitely edit stuff way down, you know. So it kind of just mm-hmm. it kind of moves. It goes. And it's pretty good. I don't know. I, I've been enjoying that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, the, I need to find more other, people to watch on YouTube. That's my problem. One of the other issues I have is Wade was pl- like, I watched him play some Uno, but I'm like, I don't know who these people are. Like he's playing with other people. I'm like, I don't know you. And I suppose, you know, I didn't know who Mark or Bob and Wade were at some point and I could just try, but yeah. Yeah. What's the, I'm trying to think of other gamers that. I, oh, there is somebody. I was going to mention them later, but I actually think I have something else to mention uh, later. So let me see if I can find it. Are you familiar? I want to say his name is like Pro ZD. Never heard of him. Okay. Let me make sure I get that right. Yeah, Pro ZD. Um, I just found him recently. He is a, you know, he obviously is a voice actor. He has a fantastic voice, like a very deep sort of, but he does some stuff with, you know, he's doing all of these little shorts that I'm sure he puts on TikTok for like, you know, like talk, you know, making little skits about uh, like Pokemon cards or those kind of card building games or things, but he is kind of silly and funny. And again, he has that fantastic voice. So I've been just discovering that a little bit. But yeah, you know, maybe it's a homework assignment. Uh, you know, if you watch YouTube, what are you, what are you watching out there? I watched an old or Jack Septic. I had a nostalgia week, and maybe I mentioned this previously. But he played, uh, what was it, Pandemic? There was some game where you're just basically trying to create a plague that wipes out the world population. Which, in hindsight, you know, which was what he was talking about, but. Recently, Markiplier played a bunch of uh, Getting Over It with uh, Bennett Foddy. Yeah, he played that again. I enjoyed watching that. I don't know that I've seen the new one. His old one is great. I watch that at least once or twice a year just because the rage is so delicious. But um, but yeah, nope. But yeah, I've watched, watched a couple things that we'll talk about later. Uh, I, yeah, I did watch some wrestling. I kind of feel like you know, I was thinking about my quests and all of that. And I'm like, you know, I don't have to watch chronologically. I could just skip ahead and start watching primetime wrestling with Gorilla and Bobby the Brain Heenan. And I could just watch that. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but you can do anything you want. I know. You're an I adult. Always, you get to make I, the rules. I know. But I always feel compelled in, so, oops, compelled in some ways to like... You know, oh, I did, haven't finished watching 1984 wrestling, which isn't very good. So, you know, but I should, I should keep watching it and try to, you know, I'll get to for prime time wrestling eventually. Yeah, I, I gotta just sort of be like, this is what I want to do. And again, I think I support you. I think it would be fun to get into that. You know, Gorilla and the Brain, the best duo ever. So, Anything else for the good of the order? We do have half a dozen emails to get through. I thought we were supposed to have seven. I had said seven, but I only see six. So oh, the besties have let us down yet again. Yep. You know, I mean, not meaning to not the ones not meaning to us. put any of them on blast. But uh, well, let me just name some people who didn't email us. 
yeah, Danielle hasn't emailed in a bit. Oh, I hope uh, she's doing okay. Scorpio, the Lord Jalapeno, <laughs> Ryan, uh, the Ultimate Warrior. You know, I'm sure there are other Jeremy, of course. Fuck you, Mitchell. Uh, we haven't heard from Mitchell in a while. I always like hearing from Mitchell. Rachel has not emailed. What has she got going on? That's so special. She Tim Johnson. Yep. Haven't heard from Tim. Uh, we got Kev Johnson still in the bestie chat. Haven't heard from Kev in a while. Now I actually brought up the list. Bosk. Where are you, Bosk? Brent from a work in progress. Brandon Mack. I know he's, you know, around. Did we get a Nate email? We did get a Nate email. Oh, yeah. Nate wouldn't miss a week. Big Monster 757. That's Seahawk? I think that might be Seahawk. Yeah. I haven't heard from Seahawk in a very long time. I think he hates you. And then, you, of course, also. Simon. No, Seahawk. Nobody hates me. I'm so popular. I don't know Nobody about that. Um, but yes. So that's... I'm not your biggest fan. On. You're a delight. You're going to be our speaker. Banged me gavel. I, tr- I trust you to fix the government. All the problems in the government... Oh, you shouldn't trust me. Are you kidding me? I would let all the corporations buy me off, and I'd be one of those $200 million um, people with my butt-kiss salary, and suddenly I'm worth way more money than is possible based off the salary I make as a representative. That would totally be me. I would sell all of my constituents out um, for the almighty dollar. But the constituents are just the besties. You'd sell even the besties out? I mean, if there was money in it for me, absolutely. But in all fairness, most of the besties are from the UK, and I can't do much to sell them out. So That's true. We could just, we could just become politicians for the UK. I'm not sure I'm just allowed. Be, I don't know. You have to be born there like you do here? Your- I think we got to change the rules anyway. Well, Technically, you don't have to be in the House of Representatives to be a member of the House of Representatives or to be the Speaker of the House of Representatives. True. Which I find hilarious. So that's why I voted for you. Thank you. All right, then. Podcast at DDTWrestling.com. Jeffrey, who doesn't have Twitter, chimed in. Happy New Year. Hey, guys. Hope you had a good holiday week. Obviously, you guys are both busy, but do you have any shows you're watching now? Me and my lady are watching Yellowstone, and when I run on the treadmill, I'm watching Billions on my own. Any recommendations for us for other shows? Yes, wait a while. Sorry. This does not have to go on air. Eh, whatever. But a while back, (laughs) I suggested that you may have lived in Mass, but I'm assuming you guys live in Connecticut from a few things that were mentioned on the show. I totally had you pegged for Central Mass, though. Anyways, I just want to say that I think it's crazy you can't pick up your car in Rhode Island. What did you get? You may have mentioned it on the podcast, so I apologize if I missed it. Will you guys watch the Rumble? Thanks, Jeffrey from Massachusetts, who doesn't have Twitter sent from my iPhone. Uh, I do have a recommendation. I will make that as part of a later segment. Do you have other recommendations that aren't that recommend that one? I can go to my, you know, tried and true. If you haven't seen the West Wing, watch the West Wing. Um, I don't watch a lot of TV, but Mrs. Manson does. She was watching the second season of The White Lotus. Um, She liked both seasons of that show. My wife watched that. Watch the Bake Off, of course. There's another show with Christopher Walken in it called The Outlaws, which I think she also enjoyed. Um, Interesting. I, I want to watch Andor just based on the yes. recommendations of Mark Bernardin from Fat Man on Fat Man Beyond. Um, if you can find it, I recommend uh, the the. It started off as a YouTube uh, series, so it's a series of shorts. But they recently had a full season in the UK. I forget what channel it was, uh, but don't hug me. I'm scared. That season uh, was quite good. If you can find it. What, in your opinion, is the best horror television show? X-Files. Fair enough. Can't argue. I don't think there's any thing that there's comes close. There's another recommendation if you haven't watched. I mean, I guess maybe you could say something like the original Twilight Zone. But I don't know if all of those hold up today if you don't have the nostalgia for it. Um, Tales from the Crypt is actually really quite good also. Um, but again, I can't speak to whether it's all held up, but some real good stuff in Tales of the Crypt, that's for sure. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your assumption is correct. Um, and I am getting a Subaru. And I will Forrester, in fact, Outback, uh, Outback, Cross Trek, Outback. Uh, and I will watch the Rumble. Doc will not, although he should. I would watch it if people came over, but we'll see. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I'm, I will happily watch Rhea Ripley win the Rumble. I still don't know who the uh, who's going to win it for the men, but I'm pretty convinced Ray is going to win it. Probably Dominic Mysterio, right? Everyone's talking about how much better he is now that he's... There was a funny segment on Raw where he was talking. He had been arrested after, like, so on Thanksgiving, he and Rhea tried to go to the Mysterio house, and they had a whole, you know, segment of them going in. And then they went back on Christmas, and then I think they went on New Year's. And so eventually they called the cops, and supposedly Dominic was arrested. And then he was cutting this promo where he's like, you don't know. What I know, I've served hard time. And he had been in jail for like 12 hours. And I'm like, that, I do appreciate the silliness of that. The thing that I liked most about this, I saw this on Twitter. I don't know if it's true. Twitter? I don't know if it was Twitter. I don't go on Twitter very much. It could have been Hive or something else. Um, but apparently after that, coming out of jail, he had a teardrop tattoo under his <laughs> left eye, which implies that he killed somebody while in prison <laughs> for those 24 hours that he was in there. <laughs> I think that's hilarious also. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's, you know, he was a black hole of charisma as babyface. So if this works out in any small fashion, it will be good, but I don't think he's going to win the rumble. Um, Kevin Owens. I feel Sammy like, Zane. I, and I may have mentioned it before. I feel like this is the perfect time to have co-winners. Because you have two nights of WrestleMania, Roman could wrestle one on one night, one on the other. But I, you know, just not sure who those two would be. The Rock. Uh, Brent, it could be The Rock and John Cena just to make Roman, you know, the greatest of all time. Great, great. CM Punk. Brandon Banks chimes in the quest for seven emails. Okay, so I can't take credit for this question because I saw someone on Twitter post it, but it's the perfect question for you guys. If you could muppetize one movie, what would it be? And what is the one human actor or actress you keep in their role? Sent from my iPhone. That was partially Chicago and partially Kermit the Frog. Yeah, well. Muppetize one movie? I would love to muppetize one of the classic horror movies like Halloween or Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That would be great. Animal as Leatherface. Um, and I guess you have to keep you have to keep a human though. If I had to keep a human, I would I would keep the guy who plays Franklin, the the guy in the wheelchair. He's definitely the most annoying character in that movie. So let him stay. And if he's in the wheelchair. I could just see him rolling around with Muppets like in his lap or like on his shoulders and running from Leatherface. It could be good. It could be good. I would love to mm-hmm. see a, a playing against type like that. Something. Something like that, but make it obviously take away the gore, make it funny. And I, I, I could definitely see something like that. That could be fun. I'm surprised they don't like they've, you know, they've done great and all of their movies are excellent. But like, I'm surprised that's not something that they've tried to do because that, you know, especially in this world, we want nostalgia. Having the Muppets redo a classic movie. Uh, right now, my original answer was always the default. Um, they would redo Face Off, except Nicholas Nicholas Cage would stay, but they'd redo everything else. You'd keep Nicholas Cage, but not John Travolta. Nicholas Cage is. Uh, they both, you know, are chewing the scenery the whole time. But that thing when he's the priest and he reaches down and grabs the co-ed, the face he makes, like that alone, you got to keep. That. Uh, speaking of um, Nicholas Cage chewing on things. Uh, the trailer for Renfield dropped, which is like a horror comedy in which Nicolas Cage is playing Dracula. Interesting. I'll have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, looks all right. Um, but I will say uh, the the original Matrix movie, I, and I am torn between keeping either Keanu Reeves or Joe Pantoliano because, you know, anytime you get Joey Pants. But I think that'd be fun. Miss Piggy as Trinity. Yeah. 
Yeah. Actually, yeah. Then definitely like Kermit. And then I'd, I'd do Fozzie Bear as <laughs> Morpheus. Ah! <laughs> Love it. He, he is the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Mr. Banks. Glenn, update. Hi, guys. No question this week. Just an update on my life as we go into the new year. First off, no, I'm not a Buddhist monk that only reads 15 minutes, who only needs, needs. 15 minutes sleep a night, as now I'm officially a man of leisure, having taken early retirement at the insistence of my lady and receiving a small inheritance plus private pensions means we're not going to struggle. All this means that when there's nothing live on TV from the U.S., I exist on Eastern Standard Time rather than the Jinnit. Obviously, over the next few weeks, when we finally move in together, it means I won't be online as much. But unlike someone else who shall remain anonymous, I will not be turning my back on my online family for the sake of a woman. Piece of business will be back for a new season the Monday after the Royal Rumble, with no doubt run-ins for my lovely lady, a la Mrs. Manson. Happy and healthy New Year to everyone. I love you all. Glenn, something to look forward to in the new year. Definitely. I applaud you, Glenn. I applaud you. I applaud you. But yes, it, de- it definitely feels like you're, you're never. I think we asked him that. I asked him that in a, a chat I have with him and Brandon Banks. I was like, how do you sleep? How does this work? But all right. Thank you, Glenn. Next, we're going to hear from Nate. My day. Good afternoon, my dear friends. Since I don't live that interesting of a life, this week, I'd like to talk about my day on New Year's Eve. I worked 11 to 6. I was really, really slow at work. It was really, really slow at work. I got Pizza Hut and went to a friend's place after work. Two pizzas and cinnamon rolls. We watched the college football playoff games and played Mario Party. What is your New Year's Eve tradition, if any? Hope you both have had a great week so far. Your bestie, Nate, sent from my iPhone. Casey, we missed you. Um, we don't. Our New Year's tradition is that we really don't care. Um, I did catch the London fireworks um, probably around 8 p.m. I think they, they would have happened around 7 our time, but uh, around eight, we put the London fireworks on, which were spectacular. Um, but we were asleep probably by nine thirty. I think at one point, my wife woke up at like twelve thirty or so and said "Happy New Year," and we went back to sleep. And yeah, you know, we used to go to parties and fall asleep there, and now we just. Making it till midnight's never been a goal. I can't remember the last time I was invited to a party. Because you keep inviting people to parties. And I also don't think. I can't speak for your group because I don't necessarily know your group, but the the friends that we have actually no, Excuse me. You went to GQ's 40th birthday party. Oh, that doesn't count. (laughs) That doesn't count. Well, it does. But I meant like, is it go back in the day? I, I had a friend. Who used to like throw uh, parties at every major holiday, like talking Fourth of July and New Year's Eve, and you know you'd get together all the time, and you know I would I would usually go, but ever since he had a kid, it just seems like I'm not on the invite list anymore. I don't know if that's he stopped doing the parties or if now they only invite the friends that have kids. I, I don't know. Is this somebody outside our group or is this somebody from our group? This is a tall guy. I don't think they do parties anymore. Yeah. Used to always do them. Always, always, always. Haven't been to, haven't even been invited to one in, I don't know, five years. I I remember going to many parties at tall guy's parents' house. And they're like shooting automatic weapons, like on one end of the yard. and Only when the crazy uncle was there. Well, he was there. But they had a pool and they had that cool little like, I don't even know what you would call it. It wasn't a shed. They had like a party room. They had like a barn that they had turned in, like, see, where they had tables. And, yeah. You know, it was a barn at one time, but yeah. Yeah. Those were good times. Those were good parties. There was a trampoline. There sure was. I think. Yeah. Good times. 
Uh, next up, Che, premium live events. Oh, we forgot that news. Hi, gents. Hope all is well. News reached us today that Money in the Bank will be hosted in London this year. It'll be tough to get a ticket, but a day out in London is usually something to look forward to. On top of that, I've got two gigs to look forward to this year with Bestie Simone. What do you guys have planned for 2023 that you're really looking forward to? All the best, Che, sent from a man with a blocked ear. Sorry to hear about your ear. Yeah. Uh, hopefully our dulcet tones will clear that up for you. Give you a nice private earful. You'll be ready to go on your way. Definitely. What are you looking forward to in 2023? I don't know. What are your resolutions? I'm looking forward to not working 8,000 jobs. As of right now, I'm only planning to have like three. So. It's only slightly less than you usually have. Yeah, but you know. What's the third one? What do you mean? What's the second one? What? You know, lab. Teaching. I'm not doing the lab stuff anymore, really. I'm finishing so it up right now, so that's not. Teaching textbook. Teaching textbook, and then I help with this um, other program at the university. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah, continue yeah. doing as well. Yes. I'm actually thinking about applying to another position at the university, um, but it's, not, it's another one of these positions that like you would do in addition to your job. Like It's not like a full thing. It's just like a small thing, but it's basically like a, uh, you know, there's this center on campus that's all about like um, teaching excellence and stuff like that. And every once in a while, they look for faculty members to act basically as sort of like ambassadors for their program with the rest of the faculty and i saw that they have some openings and i thought that might actually be kind of cool to get into uh especially this early on into my teaching career it might be a nice piece of leverage so i don't know i might uh take a closer look at it i'm not sure yet he won't stop friends we try to get him to stop but he that's the name of his documentary like conan o'brien won't stop doc manson won't stop. Can't stop. I guess. You sound excited about it, which is better than I think. At one point you were talking about a job and you were like, uh-oh. We've lost the call. Let me answer the phone and talk to him again. Hello? Hello. <laughs> I sound excited? You sound excited about this job. I feel like the last time you were like, well, this thing happened. I don't think I want it, but I think I'm going to do it anyways. And then sure enough, the next time you were like, yep, I'm doing it. <laughs> what was that? I don't remember. I don't remember. There was some job you were, you were just sort of resigned to, but yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. I think this could actually be interesting and I don't know. It's always a nice to be able to pick up a little bit of extra money for sure. Not a ton of extra work, I would hope, but uh, at least like, I would like sense. like I would at least like to learn more about it. You know? I think that's fine. And I do I totally get the idea of whether it's leverage or just, you know, something else that you can have as a well, I did this too. So uh what am I looking forward to? Uh oddly enough, I'm looking forward to uh, you know, the both Manson's and Matthew's families will be turning 40 this year. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um, you know, I am sure we will do some traveling at some point. That's always good. You know, there was conversation at the brunch table at one point. I think Mrs. Manson was looking at like Airbnbs or something like that, and, you know. The idea was floated, not, you know, of, you know, what would happen if the four of us vacationed in the same area at the same time, not sharing a place, not all sleeping in one hotel room. Right, right. But right. you and I would split like, a room and the two misses would split a room. Of, yeah, course, of course. How else would it of work? Of course, right. Um, but, you know, I, I like that idea. I like that idea of, you know, we're in the same area and it's like, oh, they may, the Mansons may go this way and the Matthews will go this way and we'll get together at dinner and share our adventures or we'll go, you know, check out a place together. I'm like, that could be fun. Yeah. 
I don't know if it would happen, but I like that idea. So, you know, there's there's little things. There are certain uh, places that you guys have gone a lot that I'd still be interested in being there with you as a as a tour guide of sorts. I think that could so, be a lot yeah. of fun. I think that could be fun. So maybe we will get to do that. That would be nice. Um, you know, I while I will say, you know, my my group is is difficult. Um, I, I will let you know today I uh one of my lovely dear chillins um saw when he went to the bathroom he saw that in the toilet were a couple of silver marbles that he were pretty sure were mine because i have these like magnetic marble things um so he grabbed them for me and brought them back what were they they were magnetic marbles that he reached into the toilet pulled them out and then put them in my hand before he told me where he got them (laughs) he was like i found these for you and i was like oh cool thanks he was like they were in the toilet and I was like, did you wash them? No. Hmm. Did you wash them? No. As soon as he, I said, thank you. You should go wash your hands. And then I threw them away and asked the other teacher in the room, do you have a gallon of hand sanitizer? I just want to plunge my hands in. Um, Fair enough. So, you know, my group is, is making great progress and, you know, a lot of the difficulties have been smoothed over, but I, I'm already ready for summer. Count it, count it down. I'm ready for summer, and I told people, hey, you know, in five years, I hit my 20 years. I'll be vested, not fully vested. But at that point, from that point on, you never know when I'm going to retire. Could happen at any time. <laughs> That's lovely. Our, our final email from Mrs. Manson, 2023. Dear Doc in D.C., I wanted to email tonight and just couldn't figure out a topic. I see headlines are full of Harry's memoir basically telling us all what we already knew, that the British royal family are all awful poor excuses for human beings. Maybe they really are lizard people. And stories about that football player who basically died on the field, and the NFL didn't want to cancel the game, but the teams and coaches didn't want to go on. What a world we live in. 2023 off to a great start. I say we abolish the monarchy and American football. On a more positive note, the good doctor and I celebrated our 11th engage anniversary on New Year's Eve, and he re-cocked our shower. You give that shower a good cocking. I'm very handy with the cock. I would hope not. You're married. Doesn't hurt to be handy on your own. We've been over this. It was a wonderful evening. I also made some M&M cookies per request by Doc. Hope everyone in the Bestieverse enjoyed the holidays and is doing well five days into 2023. Peace and love, Mrs. Manson. Homework assignment. Uh, Number one, share your favorite YouTube channels. Uh, Number two, what are your things you're looking forward to in 2023? Uh, Doc Manson, it is time for the piece of positivity as it looks like we're heading into vote number 11. Uh, what do you got going on this week? What do you got to share? What is exciting well, in your neck of the woods? I've actually got two things. One of which I was I mentioned earlier, and one of which I sort of remembered more recently due to one of the emails. Um, so I'll do them both real quick, I guess. Real quick, I will get to them. Take your time. Um, yeah. Take so there was this. Um, television show that I enjoyed very much when we were in college. It was a sort of irreverent um, little animated show that really only was like 10, 15 minutes long uh, on Adult Swim back when Adult Swim was new, hip, and edgy. Uh, it was called Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah. And I loved that show. I, I really loved the sense of humor, which was just completely asinine. And, and sophomoric and, and again irreverent and uh, anyways the thing that i discovered was that apparently for some reason last year 2022 also not that long ago uh they made a brand new aquatine movie really called plant gasm and i tracked it down and i done did watch it and i enjoyed it it was good it was a nice time kind of a send up oh, of uh Jeff Bezos and Amazon and all sorts of stuff. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, nice to return. It was only like, you know, 75 minutes long or so. So not hugely long, but you know, it was nice to see the men and the moon and nights again. And, um, 
Meatwad and Master Shake and all the friends. Say, Carl oh, was there. Frylock. Oh, Meatwad. Yeah, good times, good times. So I, I really enjoyed watching that. That was fun. Um, and the other thing is we mentioned Renfield, the trailer for that dropping with Nicholas Cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, sa- the same day, another trailer dropped, and this one was probably even more interesting to me. And, and furthermore, uh, looking forward to 2023, and as you mentioned, our 40th birthdays, uh, this movie arrives in theaters on April 21st, and it is The Evil Dead Rises. Ah, yes. The next edition of the Evil Dead franchise, uh, I look forward to it, and hopefully I will be able to get there on my 40th birthday. We will see. That would be lovely. I haven't seen that trailer either. I've heard about it. But I, I don't think it. you would enjoy it. Why not? Bruce Campbell. He's not in it. What? He's not in it. I'll watch it anyways, but you don't have It's going to give you nightmares. Do don't don't watch it. You don't have to watch it. All right. You know, you know, I'll watch it early in the day. Of course, I watched I the watch. Red Band trailer. Maybe there's a regular trailer that would be. Actually, yeah, I'm sure there's a regular trailer. You'll be fine. <laughs> All right. So the Evil Dead Rise and Plantgasm. Yeah. How about you? What's your piece of positivity this week? Uh, I watched two things. I think actually we watched these on New Year's Eve. We sort of we decided we were going to watch. Some shows. We sort of made a list. Of, I was you know, playing with gonna... my cock in the shower, and you were doing this. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we had had a list. We, like, you know, wrote down we were going to play one game. I don't think we did, but we were, like, we were going to have, you know, we almost tried to do, like, the 12 things of, of New Year's. Uh, but my wife had watched Wednesday. And so she was like, I think you would like it. Will you at least watch one episode with me? Which is, which is what I tend to do. I tend to try to watch one episode of something if she thinks I'll like it. And then if I don't like it, we move on. And we binge the whole show in a day. Uh, so Wednesday, which is on Netflix, um, Catherine Zeta-Jones, the fabulous Louis Guzman. Um, I won't spoil it because my wife didn't know the special guest star. Uh, who was in it. Um, but it was a pretty good show. It was an entertaining time. It was a nice little sort of twist kind of on a Harry Potter, um, you know, school of misfits and outcasts and things of that nature. But uh, I got a kick out of it. And not only would I, I watch a second season, I would watch just an entire Adams family show with that particular group. So, uh, that was my first piece of positivity. And then that evening, we got ourselves some lovely uh, treats and snacks and things. And we watched uh, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. I had enjoyed the first Knives Out. Um, and I will tell you from this personal opinion, I thought Glass Onion uh, was a better movie. Interesting. I enjoyed I enjoyed it. I might have to go back and watch Knives Out because I don't remember a lot of it. I remember Chris Evans was in I, it. And it had a- I really liked Knives Out. And the, the, tr- the trailer that I have seen for Glass Onion leads me to believe I will like it significantly less. Okay. I hope that's not true because I am looking forward to watching it. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. It's a, it's a different sort of thing. Um, you know, and there's... A, I'm going to say as little as possible because I, there's a part that if you know it, I think it does sort of ruin it. Uh, I will tell you, though, you know, Dave Batista is hilarious, as you would expect. Um, the cast is great. Uh, and, you know, there's, there is a moment that I absolutely loved. Um, and when you see it, perhaps we will come back and talk about it because, again, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but I loved it. My wife thought it was the most awkward thing ever, ever. And I was, you know, almost like kicking my feet in the air with glee at how uh, delightful it was. Um, but yeah, so I would recommend those. If you're looking for something to watch, check out, you know, Wednesday. It's eight episodes. Each one's less than an hour. Uh, Knives Out is probably like two and a half hours. Uh, it's a good time. It's I do think it's really time. weird that they named that movie Glass Onion a Knives Out Mystery. Yeah. It's just like, it just it seems so weird that you felt like you needed to shoehorn in 
that title so people would know mm-hmm. it was a sequel. I believe Ryan Johnson directed it, and he has said he wanted it to be Glass Onion, a Benoit Blanc mystery. Yeah. Who is the Daniel Craig's character. Um, and they wouldn't let him do it because they didn't think that would get enough name recognition. They wanted Knives Out in there, and he regrets that they had to be put in there. Because with the exception of Benoit Blanc, it is an entirely new show. Nothing from the first movie. Of course that I rem- can remember transfers over except for Daniel Craig's character. And I saw this on Twitter and I totally agree. I don't ever see need to see another James Bond movie. No, I am done with bond. I will watch another 50 Benoit blank movies because Tim as a character is just entertaining. Yeah, I think, so. You know, like back in the day with mysteries, right? Like you think mm-hmm. about like Hercule Perot or something yeah. like death on the Nile or murder on the Orient Express or, 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 or whatever. Like it, they're not all Hercule Perot right underneath it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're just called what they're called and people figured it out. I, I think, I think we can manage, but yeah, it's the world we live in now. No, they want, they want that name recognition. Uh, just like us, I hope you enjoy our name recognition and have enjoyed another fabulous DDT wrestling experience. Doc Manson, anything else you would like to say before we head out into that good Well, night? if you'd like to have your thoughts run in the air, send us an email, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. You can listen to our entire back catalog by going to wherever it is you secure audio goodness such as this podcast. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and really, how could you, head over to patreon.com forward slash DDT wrestling to give just a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It does help us keep the lights on. It keeps this podcast train chugging along. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Have yourselves a fabulous weekend. The first full weekend, I believe of 2023 hope all is going well for you until we meet again my friends won't you be our bestie